This episode of Getting Grown is brought to you by Simple Health, convenient care, which provides online birth control prescriptions and delivery. Prescriptions are usually $20, but Simple Health is offering you a prescription for free. That's no money, sis. So just go to simplehealth.com slash grown or enter the promo code grown at checkout. I've been talking to this man. He's been saying what I like and he makes me smile when I'm down, so down. He said sweet things in my ear, all the things I needed to hear. But that's as far as it's gone. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all know Jill be going up and down like that. Don't act like I just made that up. No, Jill doesn't do what you just did, but she does. Oh, okay. Yes, she does. Thank you so much. Praise the Lord, niggas, and welcome back Praise to the Lord, Getting niggas. Grown. With Jade and Kia, I'm Kia, and I'm on key, and that's Jade, and, and I'm she not. is not. <laughs> What's cracking? Uh, ain't shit. You know, just sitting here drinking this good peach green tea. Oh, that sounds very bougie. A loose leaf with an egg. It's one of them little eggs. Yes, this. You know what I'm saying? Grow this pea tea that it you're is drinking. Tea. I know it's mm. almost as if I ask you, you know, what school you went to as soon as I met you. Look at but, that. I'm just here drinking this tea, burning my throat, looking at another light skin across from me. Oh, we have a guest. Yeah. Hello, so, introduce guest. Yourself, introduce guest. yourself, guest. <laughs> <laughs> hey, introduce yourself, guest. This is Antoinette Henry. I would like to see girls. Antoinette. I cannot see her. <sighs> you don't need to see me, girl. I just took my bra off. <laughs> Come on, bra. Stressing me out. <laughs> Why is it that taking your bra off is like a liberatory experience? I couldn't breathe. Like, woo! Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> yes, Free so. me from this bondage. I don't have any us. breasts, so I don't really feel like you I've don't never really, them. I've never felt like the freedom that comes from removing your bra because it's just like, oh well. I'm somewhere mm-hmm. in between. Let me you explain guys. something to you. All those cute outfits that you wear, say bye to them. You don't want these heavy weights. But your titties like been out. Have a little zhuzh. Excuse me? Your titties have been out. You know what, what I'm saying? I, if you follow Antoinette, you can you can <laughs> find Antoinette at Around the Way Curls. Oh, My yes. titties are out because there's no place else for them to go. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, they also. <laughs> Child. And if they're not out, then you just look like you were in a sack. So it's either you you do the damn thing or you look like you're... I love it. No. These Let are my flourish. options. That's it. These are my titties. Govern yourselves accordingly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Y'all not going to body shame me. Oh, no. There's no told, body shaming here. I just told my better half to stop that shit now. This is a, this is a place of love and body acceptance. Oh, okay. absolutely. We're celebrating your Well, your let me lift them up. Put them on the table. That's it. Put them on the table. Shake the table. Oh, How are you, sis? <laughs> Holy God. I'm doing well. I am snowbound here in the DMV because... We just have not been subjected to enough suffering such that um, the Lord would send us snow on the weekend. 
I know. It snowed all Saturday. It's Well, it started snowing Saturday night in the DMV. It started snowing around about, I would say between like 6 and 6, 6 p.m. And like maybe 6 and 7 p.m. And it snowed nonstop for like full 24 hours. It didn't stop snowing until Sunday night. But of course it stopped on Sunday night and not Monday. Just in time right. to go to Morning. work. Thankfully, though, most people, most offices like the government, well, the government is shut mm-hmm. down, but like the state government, uh, city, that wasn't, I didn't, wasn't laughing. I'm, that wasn't like no. a laugh. Like I'm laughing at y'all. It was just like, oh my God, look at this unfortunate world we live in. But um, yeah, most of the public school districts and like the buses weren't running. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, my particular place of employment gave zero dams about any of that. Oh. And was like, we'll see you blacks. <laughs> we'll see you blacks bright and early in the morning. All right. <laughs> um, so I was at work. Uh, I mean, I took my time though, but I mean, I was there and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm fine though. Working hard, trying to get my life together. January is already like, we're only like a week and a half in January is dragging me, but Listen. I'm going to make it. Amen. Nigga, we made it. Hallelujah. Well, we have it. a few a few trash items to get through, so shall we move along? We can journey on into the trash. <laughs> Basura time. So we have just a couple of trash items to get through. Oh, mm-hmm. the first being the government shutdown mm. is fucking everybody up. Mm. So somebody no in the Atlanta airport got through with a gun on a flight to Tokyo because TSA is not getting paid and they do not care. Hmm. So this affects everybody's safety. If you are not aware how the government shutdown is affecting travel outside of the TSA, um, who is not getting paid, it's also air traffic control Yes. Um, the people who inspect the planes, the people who inspect the food and bring the food for the planes. Um, and so you are flying on airlines with people who are who ain't getting paid and don't care. I can uh, confirm. Uh, I was I had to travel to Boston last week and um, some young disgruntled white man, TSA agent there at the Logan International Airport in Boston was just filled with angst and <laughs> and high, extreme levels of pissivity, honey. He was just upset. Uh, evidently, I didn't like you had to turn your suitcase a certain kind of way before you put it in the in the mm-hmm. thing. And he was all fussing at me, and I was just like, "Wait, who are you talking to me?" Like I'm trying to figure out what's happening. <laughs> and um, he like picked up my bag and like threw it. I was just like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa." And his manager came over and was like, he's sorry. I was like, no, he's not. It's fine, though. I know he hasn't been paid. I, you just want to might want to admonish him <laughs> to just, like, leave me alone. Call out because I, You know what I'm saying? Because, I, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, yeah. I would hate to add insults and injuries. I know this, this, this young man is working without pay, but mm-hmm. he can't also get cussed out. Right here today, he can't. But it's okay. On today. Um, yeah, the... It's, it's interesting, and I mean, as somebody who travels a lot for work, I can't say that I that I'm excited about all of this on this news. But oh, Antoinette was affected too. Oh Go yeah, ahead. I was just I just got on four flights because my 
my place of work is raggedy and they won't pay for direct flights for us. Mm. But mm-hmm. <laughs> mm. flying into Denver, the ghetto. Listen, fly into Denver. This pilot, we were circling Denver's airport for a solid thirty minutes on American and Airlines, mm-hmm. and this pilot got on the little intercom. And he was exhausted, like he was so furious, and you could hear it in his voice. And he got on the intercom and he was just like, um, I know that everybody can tell that we've just been circling. But part of the issue is the air traffic control is just not they're just not responsive. I don't know what the issue is down there. And mm-hmm. as a passenger, you're like, I don't want to hear the air traffic <laughs> control is not responsive. And they're Hello. not getting right. They're not getting paid. So Jesus. honestly, I started thinking about Die Hard too. You ever seen Die Hard too? Yes. When that damn when they <laughs> when air traffic control crashed that plane into the my ground. My nerves are too bad for Me this, too. I was freaking out. So finally, when we finally, first of all, we start to just, we started descent without him even telling us that finally Sweet we're going to land. So that was nerve wracking enough. And mm-hmm. then it was obvious when the pilot landed that he thought that runway was like lower than what it was. Mm-hmm. So he hit the runway. We popped back up. Jesus. Off of the runway. He hit it again and then we went off the runway just a tad before the plane stopped. Mm-mm. And when I tell you, I was a punk. I started crying. Listen, <laughs> I was sitting there. Like, I would have been pleading the blood of Jesus. I would have been <laughs> <laughs> Holy God, what? No, they would have been up there. Exactly. With me. And we had to get off and board another plane after that. And I was like, Y'all trying it right now. So if, if folks are traveling, I made it a point. Every time I saw someone that was not getting paid, I just thanked them. Like, thank you for yes, your service. Yes, I too. Right. Because, I mean, would you want to go to work and not get paid? I Hell no. Not. I would not certainly go to work not. and not get paid. How about that? You certainly don't go to work not. and you do and get paid. And I get paid. So <laughs> but let's think, talk exactly. about it. <laughs> and then I saw on, um, I saw on one of the news outlets this morning, I think it was MSNBC, they were talking about how, well, you know, the, la- the lines in Atlanta, Hartsville are already dumb, dumb ditty. Um, but they, they're talking about how many TSA agents were like no shows, just not mm-hmm. coming to work at all. So like it was taking it was taking people literally like two hours to get through TSA. Yeah, um, it's rough. And I'm Ooh. just like, oh. I have a flight this weekend. They had to close one of the terminals in Miami's airport. They had to close it. So not only does it affect that airline, but it also affects Refl- all those businesses people. within yes. that yes. terminal. Yes. That they're just closed and not getting paid. Like, this is insanity. How to start the year off? Ooh, like, somebody has got to die. Crazy. That's too much. Well, um, I guess this is like, I don't know. I Whatever. This is news. Mm-hmm. Um, RCA is putting R. Kelly's new music on hold until <laughs> the criminal investigations against him have been resolved. Uh, okay. So, you know, I guess... You know, small favors, small bless. I don't know. At least they're not allowing him to release more new music because we know that's been going on for so long, which has served as a great distraction during all of this. And I know we're tired of talking about it, but unfortunately, it's just something that needs to be talked about. And in this case, I'm glad that the label is because labels are known for being very silent during times like this because they don't want it to affect their money. But at this point, Mm -hmm. I'm just glad that so much has been raised to the point where investigations are being had and the record label is forced to pay attention enough and can stop him from being able to release new music. So I'm grateful for that. So I thought that was important. <sighs> Jewels and Kimbella got married. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Mm-hmm. Not Chrissy and Jimmy, 
But just... <laughs> That's so funny. Like, isn't he in jail now? Didn't they get married and like, like when he supposed to go? I don't know. When is he supposed to? Did he go? I don't, I don't think know. he's he got two yet. years, right? He got two. I think it was two years. Yes. I felt like he was just trying to get this, you know, wrapped up before he got like, kind of like before, uh, like, like Yandy and uh, Machu Picchu. I mean, <laughs> oh, but they didn't get married, though. Remember? Remember they didn't legally get married or something? Oh, God. That's not well, how they, well, I no, feel like. They would know, I don't feel like there's a marriage there's license a on marriage file. They had a ceremony. Everybody yeah. You know, niggas will have a ceremony. And we, you know, do we know? <laughs> do we know that Kim Bella and Jewel Scott has have a certificate? Can we can we check down to the courthouse or something? You know, if I maybe that's something I need to do for the investigation on a report back because oh, God. TMZ would have. I it. mean, they hey, I mean, if they're happy, then so am I. I'm just, you know what, Kim Bella, Donka you know Shane. she is over the moon, elated. Listen, girl, show all your teeth all over the shade room, honey. You show all your flies. teeth. He lost all of his. It's great oh. for everybody. Oh. What? <laughs> <laughs> I can't. That sound effect. <laughs> I know, right? I mean, so he just, did. It, somebody put right. some ill-fitting dentures in his mouth, and it has resulted in... I don't that watch is- that stuff. So I don't, I'm not up on it. I know that Christy, I know she wanted to marry Jim, Jimmy now. Oh, there's, yeah, there's still. And they she still proposed. not married, but I don't. <laughs> She's proposed more than I, once. Oh, I know yeah. she proposed. Wait, she did it more than once? Yeah. Yes, she does. Oh, no. Yeah. She's such a pretty girl, too. She's she stunning. Is. Gorgeous. Stunning. Gorgeous. Well, uh, self-hate know, is real. But Joelle's talks like this now. His lip doesn't move. It's like this. In, it's like this into <sighs> Let me tell you something. And the teeth are like everybody. Woo. The veneers don't come in. in the, the I don't know if the, I it's don't think just, those are veneers. Those are dentures. Say no to drugs, kids. Yeah, <laughs> say no <laughs> just to drugs. Don't just are we say smoke no. his teeth away. He, well, I don't I think, think it was he, just weed. Clearly, no, weed oh, I wasn't saying. He was like no, I don't, it wasn't crack either. I don't, <laughs> oh, I don't believe. Let me not call. I don't. I'm saying I don't know. So let me not call this man a crack. <laughs> but he says that he was addicted to his uh, pain medication, oh, and then it sure. resulted in all. I don't know how that makes sense, but that's what he said. So okay. they got married. Congratulations! Well, congrats. Well, God bless their union. <laughs> God yeah. Absolutely. There you I saw them and their children. Everyone looked great. Yeah, they looked Did they? They did mm-hmm. look nice. Oh, um, I did, uh, like... You didn't <laughs> like who? Such a bitch. <laughs> I ain't like the way none of them look. It was so annoying to me. I thought that Juju looked nice. <laughs> <laughs> Juju and Gandhi, like the bridesmaids. <laughs> And I thought the little girl, the daughter, looked nice. The daughter did. Yeah. She looked like a little princess. She looked like a little princess. Yeah. But that bride, that um, brides, that that wedding dress. I mean, well, you know, well, I, you hate Bella, I hate it. It's I don't see you don't watch Love and Hip Hop, but see, if you did, you would see that Kimbella also. And this is not body shaming, life. nor is this slut shaming. Oh. However. I want to make sure that that's known. I hate this dress. Kimbella also, yeah, I don't like that, goes to the park where children are playing with a tank top that, that Noah wears underneath her clothes to school. Uh-huh. So the side titty, oh, side the front out. titty, there's like so much titty around children. She is just really Let's not body shame. Else. Sometimes you can't cover up your breasts. It's hard. <laughs> I'm okay. triggered. I feel triggered. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> 
you have on a tank top right now, and I don't see any. This is an appropriate tank top. You can wear this to the park around children. Okay. You know what I'm saying? But like that was um, nipple sexy covers. Sexy bride always bothers me. I don't like sexy bride. You know, I feel like, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, whatever reason, is it a dress that I would wear? No. Is it a friend? Nah. Is it a dress that uh, I feel like anybody who I know personally will wear? No. But I feel like I'm it's sure on brand for Kimbella. I think it, it, that looks like Kimbella's wedding dress. It looks like Kimbella's <laughs> wedding dress. <laughs> that's what exactly what it is. So if that's what she wanted to wear... Listen. I mean, the shishi frou frou princess <laughs> dresses are not for me. Somebody so. wrote, somebody wrote, Kimbella's daughter is cute now. <laughs> oh, oh, no. That's so mean. I had to go see the dress. That's so mean. People are so Ray, Ray, awful. baby, you are an asshole. Okay. You gotta stop, sis. Block them. Ray underscore Ray, baby. Well, we only have one more item of trash. Wait, I, well, if it's not what I think you're going to say, oh, then I have We have two more, more items. Okay, well, you go, and then I'll go. Or well, did you see that y'all's president had a had a had a, a dinner down to the White House for <laughs> I guess the University uh, uh, Clemson, Clemson, uh, mm-hmm. the Clemson Tigers won a championship, and they're at the White House for an official congratulatory dinner, and y'all's president served them McDonald's and Wendy's, honey, and blamed, Domino's and Burger and, King. Yes. And blamed the government. Like, he blamed the government shutdown. Can I tell he literally you? was just like, well, you know, the White House staff is on furlough, so this is all we got. Like, Can I legit. tell you one of the other most offensive things about this? They could have got some chicken. This nigga lit a candelabra. <laughs> it was McDonald's and Wendy's and Domino's and Burger King by candlelight. Wow. First of all, and they were being stingy with the sauces because I saw that the young man had <laughs> The young man had six, like he had two six-piece nuggets on his plate, and they gave him one sauce. I said, "Now you know what? See, I hate when they you do can that. get you get at least two sauces at Listen, the drive-through. Let, you can't get have, two sauces at the White House cents for an extra one. I'm gonna, I, I, said, I will pay it. We are living in perilous times. You can only get one, one sauce, sauce for twelve nuggets. <laughs> I said, we are in danger. Ooh, wow. that, I don't like. Tough. I don't want to ration my sauce. I like to heavily dip." You know, right. I'm a saucer. Yeah. I'm a saucer. There are some people, I think I feel like with sauces, you're either, you know, one of two extremes. You either don't sauce or you sauce. <laughs> or you sauce this is hard. This is a quote from from uh, from the Orange Monster. I think we're going to serve McDonald's, Wendy's, and Burger King with some pizza. I would think that's their favorite food. <laughs> Let me tell you something. <laughs> <laughs> Let me... Uh, uh, I just don't see how uh, he's not embarrassed. How is he not embarrassed? Look at how they presented it, though. Oh my! It's God. on like fine china yes, uh, with candlelight so, with candelabras. <laughs> this is what I'm trying to tell y'all. It was a classy I, affair. Look at how they wrapped the burgers. This nigga yo. put it on a on a, what's that shit called? That with the plate under the plate. What's oh, it called? He said not, a he charger. The whole a charger. Country. Yes. <laughs> He shamed the whole gr- talking about this is America's finest foods. I said, "Oh dear God, yo, I don't." Somebody, that's got all to we die. got to offer. <laughs> that's all we got to offer is is cheeseburgers and McNuggets, McDonald's. I just want to know where they order that from. Oh my God! And somebody from the White House, due to the government shutdown, President Trump is personally paying. For the meals that will that will be provided to Clemson, somebody the Clemson team during the celebration tonight, somebody said on Twitter that all of the oh, items Father. on the table, all no, the items on the table uh-huh. are a part of McDonald's current mix and match two for five dollars combination. 
So it's the Big Mac, the six piece nugget, filet of fish, and McChicken. All those things right now, you can get to two for five dollars. You can mix and match. So he is even bargained. Like you, he's not even springing wow. for extra value. You didn't meals. even get meals. He listen, yep, listen. We are. This is just totally. I don't even know what to say, man. Why would I'm they disgusted. try to spin it though and be like President Trump is paying for this out of pocket? Because it's them. I hate them. <laughs> they try and to... you know that food is cold because McDonald's food is cold. Cold about twenty seven seconds after you I put said it, the same after thing. you leave the I store. I said the same was, thing. Exactly I was cold. like, well, none of this food is warm right now. <laughs> the cheese is hard. You're gonna be able to oh throw it up against God. the wall. So they didn't have any fries. Though. I noticed that too. There's nothing because to ain't drink no fries in the no two for five. five. <laughs> ain't no fries in the two for five. They just got mad, like. What is this? Newman's Ranch everywhere. Because oh, oh, they have little garden salads you can get. Oh my God. I'm disgusted. I just, somebody's I did he's not just see got this to, he's one got today. To go. I was not ready. He's got to go. Oh, this is the same man, though, who try, who tells these people, and these people believe him, which is why the ones who are affected, like I said, who are, who are for him, good. So. He, this is the same man who tries to make these people believe they're the same and said his daddy gave him a loan of one, one million dollars, his first loan. It was a small loan of one million dollars. Like, I can't listen to anybody like I can't listen to this. So, you know, I just I'm just waiting every day. I wake up and I watch the news and I just wait for the good news and just know that I'm having a barbecue when it happens. Um, Lastly, let's finish with something positive. Okay. Missy Elliott is the hey. first woman to be inducted into the Songwriters Hall of Fame. So I thought that was beautiful. I think she deserves that. Missy has been around for 100 years. Yes. Putting her oh, thing down, Melissa. flipping it, and reversing it. Straight we out of Virginia. We speak your name, Melissa. We, we sure do. speak your name. We sure do. And that is the trash. That is all I have in me this week. I think that's enough. My I think God, it is. Today. Let's oh, shout out somebody. Ole, do it. My sister's popping right now, like. All right, guys, let's get started. We're back with, um, shout out to my sis. My fave. And we've got a sister to shout out. Um, An email from one of our listeners. I'm really excited to read it as soon as I can pull it up on here. Okie doke. Okay. Um... She writes, praise the Lord, niggas. Praise him. Um, first, first of all, I want to say how proud I am of the both of you and how getting grown is exactly what us black women needed because adulting can be trash. You are right. And we appreciate Amen. you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, she says, thank you for being there each week to help push us through this journey. We're pushing ourselves as well, girl. Today, right. I would like to take the opportunity to shout out my sis, my good friend, Tavon, who started her own financial coaching business earlier this year. Since then, she has written two ebooks, one of which is specifically geared toward all of us who say we're going to get our shit together financially in the new year, but don't have a clue where to begin. Um, in her book, Making Sense, A Guide of Getting Your Finances in Shape for the New Year, she breaks it down into a few facets of finance to focus on and gives us downloadable spreadsheets to guide us in the right direction. It's also a great tool for the smarts, as Jade uh, would call them, who will be graduating soon and are in need of a financial blueprint. Uh, my transition from academia, she said, AKA broke to a full-time income would have been handled a lot differently. Had this tool been around when she graduated a long time ago, money is a huge part of adulting. You're right. It is. So I wanted to, 
So I wanted to <laughs> share one. something that will help make this foolishness a bit easier to work through. It's just a bonus that my bomb ass friend created it. Um, you can find the ebook and information about Tabon's coaching services at youngdoperich.com. Of course, we will leave that information in the description box. Um, and this letter was written uh, sincerely um, by Ashley, who is our sister in Christ. Uh, she says that Tavon <laughs> listens to the show as well and cannot wait for her. And uh, Ashley cannot wait for Tavon to hear it. So, hey, Tavon, girl, hey, thank Tavon. you for what you're doing. Oh, yes, girl. We're out here helping us to get our coins in line because, you know, adulting equals bills. And we're going to be needing the finances to uh, pay those. Say word. So, yeah, y'all check out Young Dope and Rich um, and get your coins lined up um, and support Tavon um, by her ebooks and all that good stuff. I'm yes, a, support black business. Do that, do that, do that. We all make resolutions just because we think we're supposed to make them. But here's a resolution that you actually need to make this year. Getting rid of all those sketchy ingredients in your deodorant once and for all. Ditch the aluminum and still keep it fresh with coconut deodorant from Kapari. So I love Kapari's coconut deodorant. I love it so much that I actually signed up for a subscription for it. I mean, even though we get our own samples because of the show, I I love the way that I smell. I smell like Vita Coco when I'm walking down the street, yes, whether it's summertime or wintertime, whether I'm sweating mm-hmm. in my tank top or sweating in my coat. It is always a summer breeze. <laughs> it smells absolutely <laughs> amazing. And it's not like an overpowering coconut smell, but it's it's fresh and it's like refreshing. Kapari's deodorant is formulated with plant-based actives like sage oil and coconut oil to outlast your longest days. It smells like sweet coconut milk and the scent is fresh and never overpowering. Unlike traditional deodorants, Kapari's deodorant goes on smooth and doesn't leave behind a sticky white residue. Most importantly, it's vegan and free of silicone, sulfates, parabens, GMOs, and baking soda, which irritates my underarms. And it's great for sensitive skin. See? Reordering is easy with the Kapari deodorant subscription. It's shipped as often as you choose automatically for free. And Kapari offers a money back guarantee. So go to kaparibeauty.com slash grown to make the safe switch today and save $5 off your first order when you subscribe. That's Kapari, K-O-P-A-R-I beauty.com slash grown. Kaparibeauty.com slash grown. Support for today's show comes from Youth Testify a program of the National Network of Abortion Funds and Advocates for Youth. Young people face significant barriers and stigma when trying to get an abortion. In many states, young people have to get permission from a guardian or prove to a judge that they, ca- they are capable of making decisions about their own bodies. They have to schedule multiple appointments around school or work, often risking disciplinary action by schools or employers. Depending upon where they live, they may need to travel long distances to get to their appointments, and often they have to raise hundreds of dollars to pay for their procedures because the average cost of an abortion is $450. This should not be a reality. We need to trust young people to make decisions that will inevitably impact their bodies and their futures. That's why the Youth Testify storytellers and young people around the country are sharing their own abortion stories and leading the fight to ensure all people have access to abortion care, free from barriers and free from stigma. Visit youthtestify.org to learn more. Gather around the kitchen table, girls and boys. We're going to talk about uh, some deep things today. Even though I don't think they're deep, but Jade said they were deep, so we'll just call them deep. <laughs> um, they can be like and I mean, They're like medium? Like five, five feet. feet. <laughs> <laughs> Not the shallow end, like right before Not you go into right, the deep end. Before that big like, dip. You know, you know, you're walking down the ramp of the pool. Yes, and, and like, then all oh of a sudden goodness. you'd be like, ah, my head's underwater. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. All right. So, okay, I was watching uh, the season six premiere of Y'all and Fix My Life this, this Saturday because I had kept, I was bound by the snow. Um, and because, you know, Rhonda makes for good television. Does. Um, or the mammy titty, as Crystal calls her. Um, Rhonda the mammy titty, yes. <laughs> and the mammy titty was, was, uh, was like... We had a mammy titty appearance in this episode where she rocked Duchess in her bosom. <laughs> but um, so so uh, Althea from Love and Hip Hop, mm-hmm. uh, we all know, also known as um, Benzino No Next Baby Mama, and Chicken um, Nugget, absolutely Mickey Mouse, and uh, Duchess from Black Ink, aka Christiana. It's Christana. Oh, is it Christana? There's no. There's no I. Oh. It's, Chris, is there Anna. a Y? Yeah, C Y R S. Wait, C C R Y S T A N A. Oh, Christana. Christana. And uh, Mignon from Bridezilla's. Do you remember Mignon from Bridezilla's? I, her sister. I saw the- I mean, box her sister down in the park like <laughs> a man. Okay. <laughs> they I showed mean, the jumped clip. on her sister, <laughs> jumped on her sister like <laughs> uh, just like a stranger at the gym. Just well, she bang, 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 she bang, apparently bang. forgot about it because when she came on, she was like, you know, some people watched it and they thought I was a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I was like... Mignon. I didn't know you hit them sister. You hit your sister with the mignon means, mignon means. Man, I mean both hands. But um, so yeah, they were on the show, uh, trying to reclaim their lives after reality television. Mm-hmm. Um, Althea didn't make it. <laughs> that was the one. And she neither kept did saying her eyelash. Name wrong. Yes. <laughs> yes. She kept saying In- In- Inala, and Inala was pissed. <laughs> Iyama was like not with it. She was like, nope, nope, nope. And she kept doing the clapping. Iyanla, Iyanla, Iyanla. Yes. Yes. I said, Rhonda. Oh my God. I Rhonda. Said, and I mean, she just wouldn't see it. So, like, really made, she proved her point though, or made her point in that, like, it was clear that Althea was there. Like, Fix My Life was just another show, a reality mm. show for her. It wasn't that she was there to get healing. Mm. Um, but in the process of, of their conversation and all that stuff, uh, Iyama asked uh, Duchess and Miyana a question that I thought was um, a good question, mm-hmm. honestly. Um, she was essentially saying that uh, they felt, their feeling of being like lost after their experiences in reality TV, losing themselves through reality TV, being portrayed in ways that they think are inconsistent with who they feel that they really are, um, was a result of them not knowing or not articulating who they are. Mm-hmm. So I thought that we could have a conversation. She actually just posed the question, just like, who are you and what does that mean? Mm. And framed it like through the framework of like, if you are a product, cause she was saying to them, like for the reality TV producers, you were a product. And they priced, packaged, and promoted you in a way that was um, beneficial and useful for them. Mm-hmm. So if you were to, if you would have gone into that situation knowing who you are and and what that means in terms of like what product you offer the world or who mm. you, what your purpose is for the world, then you would not have allowed these people to um, to product, package, and promote you in uh, in, in ways that were inconsistent. So I thought it would be cool because, I mean, it just made me kind of think like, well, who am I? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, um, you know, who would I want to how would I want to define myself in the world as opposed to having people define me for me? Mm-hmm. So I thought we could talk about that. And that would be like some good 
opening the year up conversation. And it's okay to like not have a hard and fast answer right here today. Um, but just thinking about it in terms of like, you know, if I were a product um, and I needed to price package and promote myself, who would I be? What would I be offering? So who wants to answer first? Who wants to take a crack at? I think Antoinette should because she has an experience. <laughs> I hate this fucking question so much. <laughs> it's really hard. It is. A, it seems like it's a simple, terrible. direct question, but it's really not an easy question. Mm-mm. All right, so I'm, let me give you background. I had a fix my life moment <sighs> when I went to a um, a retreat. <laughs> oh, good times! Called, like friends. Uh, no, I wish it was friends. It would, probably would have been a lot better. I went to. I won't say which one it was. That <laughs> I, but it was for black women, and it was okay. in its early okay. stages, so it was not uh, well organized. But okay. there was okay. a woman there who was really helpful. A couple people. All of the um, speakers were really helpful. Um, and healers, quote unquote. But this woman, Dr. Crystal Jones, actually, she had a whole session where the first thing she said, she had us sit down with our journals. And she said, I want you to write down who you are. So all the women, mm. it's like 25 women in there. Everybody's very easily writing, you know, I'm a mother, I'm a sister, I'm a friend, mm-hmm. I'm a wife, so on and so forth. I'm a doctor, I'm a lo- whatever, right? And so, you know, she asked us to read some of them out loud. And then she stopped us and she said, okay, I asked you who you were, not who you were to other people. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Ugh, who am I without other people? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. No. <laughs> but like... So she said, I want you to tell me who you are without any labels, mm-hmm. without any. Hey, ASAP. Good night, Cookie. Good night, Noah. <laughs> she was just like, I want to know who you are without your relationship to other people, without any titles, without any, you know, prefixes. I want to know who you are. Right. And when I tell you, all of us just sat there and was like, fuck it. <laughs> And I still sit there like, you know, I could write the whole. There were some people like, I am liked and I am loved. And I'm just like, <laughs> got it. <laughs> cool. And I get that that's some people's answer. But for me, I'm like, I am not light or love right now. I'm, that doesn't resonate no. with me. Like, I want no. to be that. But me saying that feels that silly. Yeah. And I'm trying to figure that's out, some- like. Why does it feel silly? Should I right. be able? Because I know I'm a yeah. very loving person. Mm-hmm. I'm not light all the time. Sometimes I'm dark and heavy. Dark. But like, yes. <laughs> Sometimes I'm dark. Yes. But just trying to figure out who you are, like without saying, you know, who I am to other people, is so for me personally is so difficult. Still, like I still have not mastered it. Like where I can say, and without titles, like I don't know. I don't know. I'm me. <laughs> I mean, I feel like it's okay to be figuring it out, though. I don't feel like you have to know because you, hopefully, uh, God willing, have a lot more life. Right. But I also, like, who are you? Because, like, who are you without that? I need somebody to do it first so I understand to do it. Because I'm not doing it right. Like, every time I go to write it, I'm I know, because like, my very first thought, I'm like, mm, You're a mom. You're a wife. You're not a even, that's not even what I thought. Oh, you ain't shit. What did you think? <laughs> she said, hey. No, girl, I wouldn't think about that motherfuckers enough, though. Like, I'm not thinking about my child. What do you mean? <laughs> I feel like I am a nurturer, but by nature. Okay. Like, I enjoy cooking and taking care of and feeding people. And, like, I enjoy yeah. that. But, again, 
that is in relation to other people, I guess. But what but is do you do? Huh? Well, I mean, is it, I mean it, it is in relation to other people, but what it is, because I mean, it sounds like it's something that you do that you gives you joy. That's that in it fulfillment. Is, it's something that fulfills you. That's the thing. And that's why that was why that was the first thing that came to my head, because even before I was a mother, even before I was a wife, even in times when I wasn't even a girlfriend, I still always had like friends over. And it wasn't, you know, how some people, they surround themselves with people because they're either trying to uh, ignore something going on in their mm-hmm. lives or um, they surround themselves with people because they want people to like them or they do things for people because they want people to like them. I feel like I've just always been a nurturer be- just because I enjoy it. I enjoy right. feeding people. I enjoy watching people have a good time. Like, I enjoy that. Like, I enjoy right. hosting. I enjoy, like, I enjoy that. I enjoy making other people feel good. Yeah, that's interesting because what I I wrote on my paper, I'm a servant. Mm. And so, it, which I thought was fine, but I'm I, in my back of my mind, and this is me being insane as well, I'm also insane. She is right. Right. Yes. <laughs> Where I'm thinking, like, <laughs> is this the right answer? Is Am I answering this question right? Because if I'm alone, then how can I serve other people? Like, what do you mean? Like, this I'm just like, like all in my head trying to fit. So my work has Internet been like. Internet is me. Look at right. That. No. Actually, yes. I've been in my head. We are the same person. Right. I've been thinking, like, if I was alone on this earth, who would I be? And mm. then I got I think stumped. that you can't. No, what what is it if you if what is it that you do by yourself that gives you life? What Masturbate. is it that you don't say? <laughs> <laughs> Give myself life, honey. I am light. I am love. I am light. <laughs> That's when you feel like you are light. Yes. Yes. I am light. That just took this me is out. a light. <laughs> There that is a light on this vibrator. <laughs> Holy God. I've been alone a long time. I've learned. I have learned how to be light and love and healing. Self-care is the only care. Ooh, yes, Jesus yes, Yoni. Christ. Sister Yoni A. <laughs> that just sent me out of here. No, well, it sounds it, it sounds like you need to you need to do it so we understand. Or at least so I understand. No, I still don't feel like that's your Doctor, answer. Set the Listen. example. <laughs> I Help. don't feel like that's your answer. I feel like I think I know what your answer is, but you're going to say what I want you to say. Oh, well, doctor, help me. <laughs> I don't know. No, Internet, what is it that you would do by yourself? All by Besides yourself. I would probably plant, I would take care of the plants if there were no humans. <laughs> so I love plants. She does. I would so take care so- of the animals. So I'm you're serving the earth. You serve the earth. I'm a servant. I'm a servant. You serve the earth. Of God. Of okay. the Lord. Yes. <laughs> um, I was I thought you was gonna say uh music. Oh girl. No. <laughs> no? Funny enough, no. No. Oh my god. I no. Would, you know what? Because that's something that's so for me. It's not for me. But that's right what I'm now saying. in my life is so I guess maybe. So that's you. But I'm saying, this not saying that's who, like, something, not that you would do for profit, not that you would do for, to help somebody else feel better, something that you would do because you love it, something that you would do because it feels amazing to you. You would mm. do it for free. Yeah, I'm a nurturer, definitely. Okay. Okay. So this is, that's why, I, that's, that's why I'm my nurturing myself. Went. I'll cook myself a whole Thanksgiving dinner. 
just for myself because Greed. I'm nurturing me. I just, <laughs> because, because I enjoy food. Because I enjoy greedy. food. Like gluttony. Yes, <laughs> that as well. Yes. <laughs> yes, also that, yes. Yes. <sighs> okay. So I probably you were saying. All right. You're I'm a, a servant. Okay. But I mean, so yeah, but I, I do like serving. I think serving is amazing. Okay. Yeah, it's not um, necessarily a negative. That's not a negative thing. People And there can be more are, than one thing. Mm-hmm. I think. Right. Yeah, Cuz duality is a thing. That's right. Absolutely. Two <laughs> things can be true at once. So can three things can be true at once. That's right. Mm-hmm. Um so the first thing that came to mind obviously was learning. I'm a learner. Mm. And I think that uh there's a responsibility with knowledge, right? Mm. So the responsibility of of having knowledge is sharing knowledge. So I was the girl, legit. <laughs> um, you know, when you were kind of like, as a kid, when you were like playing grown up with your siblings, <laughs> I was the one who was like, um, I'm a businesswoman or I'm a writer. And I would like fake have a typewriter and just be like, like in my office. <laughs> I'm writing. I'm writing a book. I'm teaching a class. Like that was, that was me at five years old. Like I'm going to line up my stuffed animals and teach them something. Um, so that's, and that's something like learning and that's for me, right? So like, I just love to know things. I think it's fascinating to learn new things. Mm-hmm. And what what really... I feel like what I'm learning through this phase of my life is that I don't like the pretense and the status that we give to like certain levels of education. Mm. Cause I feel like life is a lot simpler mm-hmm. than how we make it. Right. So I think, I, I think, in my current job, the my favorite part is like helping people to see that it's not that deep. Like, you know, like we like we kind of like make these the problems of the world seem like so complex and so involved and so like huge that we'll never be able to solve them. But I'm just like, you know, helping people to like kind of see things in a way that's like really simplified and thinking like solution based. And that's kind of like that's what I love to do. And I would, I literally, literally can sit and do it by myself. Like, it would be okay if I didn't, never had to get up and talk about it. I could just, like, write about it. People could read it and they didn't even know how, have to know that I wrote it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that that's a part of it. Um, and I think laugh, laughter is just, like, so important to me. Like, and it, it got me in trouble my whole life, right? Because mm-hmm. I mean, in high school and, and like, if I would have gotten my life together or found my way to find balance, right? Because it was like, it took me a long time to find the way to balance being smart kid with being doofy kid at the mm-hmm. same time. Mm-hmm. So, like, when I was in high school, you know, there were a couple years where I was leaning more on kind of like clown kid. <laughs> Um, and you know, I would go home and do my homework and I was able to kind of still kind of float by. But if, if I had found the balance of being both sides of my personality and feeling like I didn't have to pick one, I think I would have been a lot further, a lot sooner. Um, Mm. but you know, everything happens for a reason. So I don't really know how, how to 
say that that's who I am. I just know that laughter is important to me, and I don't I don't need nobody else to laugh. <laughs> I laugh by myself oh, at every all. day. <laughs> at I all. laugh all by myself every single day, and that just gives me so much joy. And I think that I don't know I don't know if, if that's a product that I could, that I could promote and package in the world, but. I don't know. Well, it you seems- are. We are. Pro- right. <laughs> you are right now. <laughs> you working it out. Loki, high key, Amazon over here. I honestly, I honestly <laughs> that that makes me so happy to hear because I feel like there's certain people in the world, like who are just, like you saying that you're a little kid and you're typing and mm-hmm. you knew exactly what you wanted to do. That makes me. A little envious, but like really happy and proud of you because I feel like when you and just like Ayanla was saying in the episode from the little bit that I saw, it was very clear that if you don't know who you are Mm -hmm. or if your identity is attached to being a servant, Mm -hmm. being a nurturer, being Mm -hmm. and and not having boundaries and clear boundaries. Yeah, yeah. That you can just make so many mistakes along the way and be so susceptible. I understand that like now I'm getting a lot better at that at 31, but growing up because I wanted to be in service to others. And, and it's interesting because when you said music, I don't often sing by myself. I Mm. sing to make other people either feel something, Mm. feel better or tell a story, or it has to be in service to something else. So that's wow. why I think that was secondary. But I also realized, especially now that I look back and I reflect, so much of my identity is is has been so attached to what I offer other people and whether or not they value it and how mm. much they value it. Mm. And it's gotten me into so much trouble, especially with men, especially with men, um, especially with creating boundaries, with friendships, with Mm -hmm. all kinds of things where I will over a lot of my friendships have come into fruition. Luckily, I've had good people, but they've come into fruition because I've offered them something. And they were like, this girl, why is she looking out for me like that? And then we've been tight. Mm-hmm. You know, but sometimes uh-huh. it doesn't always work like yeah. that. You know, yeah. sometimes I get burnt or yeah. in a relationship. I just realized like how much. And Ayana says something in that where she said, oh, especially to old girl who was on Bridezilla. She was like, you wanted to be chosen. Yeah. You want to be picked. When she said that, I was like, oh, well, at me next time. I, right. I was me. like, I feel attacked. I feel <laughs> like, attacked. Right. Call me out next time. I, I needed to go into her bosom at that exactly. moment because I was like, "Sis, don't do that." He's like, "You don't just come straight from my throat like right. that." Right, okay. and I realized, like, "Oh my god, that's because I'm not I, where I wasn't super centered in who I was and what that meant to me." Like, right. I can be, we can be servants, we can be nurturers, but it has to be. I wasn't nurturing myself. Mm, I wasn't right. serving myself, and I was serving people. To and I was depleted afterwards. Yes. It wasn't yeah. in service of something bigger or better. Ciao. So that's why now I just be like, I don't know what I am. I'm no, I think that's fair though. Progress. We, ha- I think it's good to have this kind of awareness though, because at least having this awareness will keep us from just blindly kind of Giving. following the labels mm-hmm. that are attached to us. Because I mean, if we think about it, this is not this is something that that we've inherited. It's not anything that we have. Uh, you know, this is not by any any by virtue of any of our own intention mm-hmm. or action. So, like, we're socialized. I know I say this word every goddamn week, but <laughs> I feel like as little girls, 
we are taught. I mean, drilled. In, I speak for myself. Drilled in my head. What does it mean to be? What does it mean to be a good daughter? What does it mean yep. to be a good girlfriend? What does it mean to be a good a good wife? A good partner is always in service to the other person, and I'm not. And, and, but we're not taught as much how to continue how to serve ourselves with that same level of intention. Mm-hmm. Um, and oftentimes, self gets lost mm-hmm. in that. And I just feel like I'm trying to be really, really, really intentional about not losing Kia. Mm-hmm. And I feel like maybe this is why God has had me in this season for so long. Um, and I feel like perspective is kind of, I have that kind of perspective now. Just, I think that I I have, I need this time to really focus in and get clear about that before I get too connected um, to other people. Because like you, um, there's a lot, I, I can say from experience, there's a lot of danger in allowing a man to tell you who you are. So much Ooh. risk behind that, baby. That's a meme. Let me tell you, like that's a meme. It's mm-hmm. like that is like yo, like there's if you if you have no idea who you are, you cannot let any man, not your daddy, not your not your best friend, no. not you know, not your boyfriend, not your husband. You have to be clear about who you are and what that means. Like mm-hmm. you know, I am for me. And I don't want to get super deep all the time, but I'm just really, I've been working with my therapist on this, really getting clear about what it means to be to be a child of God. Like, thinking about it in practice and not just in theory. I've been saying I'm a child of God my whole life. I'm a child of God. I, I'm a Christian. I'm a child of God. But what does that mean, right? What does that mean? And I don't, I feel like looking at my relationship with God in that father-daughter kind of way. Unfortunately, mm. my, my father-daughter uh, model or example it's skewed, right? Mm-hmm. I don't really know. I don't. I've never really can say that I've experienced the father's love mm-hmm. in ways that I would have liked. Mm-hmm. So I feel like now God is teaching me what it means for me to be loved by a father, and when, what it means when I when I'm God's child. Like there are places, like I look at my friends, like Keisha and and Kia and Sophia, and their relationship with their dad, and the level of pride that they carry, and the mm-hmm. level of like security that they carry you know going in places and just by virtue of having their last name gives them a level of access that they you know just by who you know what I'm saying oh like you know like Mm. I've never felt like that you know what I'm saying and I'm trying to apply that and oh I'm God's child that means when God's child enters the room you niggas better know it (laughs) and that means something okay (laughs) that means when I talk to my daddy about it it's done Okay, so get get yourselves in line. But like, my having, father has many mansions. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> many mansions. My father has many, many mansions. Like, like I, walking with that level of confidence is something that I am thirty six years old and just standing up in oh, right now. Oh, that is mm-hmm. powerful. I got a, I, and I'm learning, and I'm learning it, and I think I have to stop shaming myself because I feel like so raggedy because I'm, I, sh- I wish what? that I was. <laughs> no, I said I'm shame. I have to stop shaming myself mm-hmm. because I, I feel like I'm late. I wish that I no. feel like I missed out on Mm-mm. so much time. Mm-mm. No, ma'am, it's Mm-mm. it's it's people that are 40, 50, 60 <laughs> still can't walk with that kind of confidence. Mm-mm. For you no, to mean, say like that, I am here and I am God's child, and because of that, it is it is done. It is it's written. Done. Like people, y'all can't take that from me. You are not late. That's it. You are. You I, ain't not late. at all. Not even a little bit. <laughs> So I think all of that 
and so as I'm trying to figure out the definitive answer of like who I am and like how to package my product, I think having that that kind of clarity and chasing that kind of clarity mm-hmm. um, is what will help me to figure out. And ha- having the audacity to say it and stand in it. That's what I hear in you. I'm I'm kind of like, I think I'm this. And you're like, no, 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 no. This is who I, I am. am. A child of God. My father has many mansions. My like, father has many mansions. That kind of clarity. That is the kind of audacity that is lavender. necessary in 2019. It is. It is. Like that, <laughs> to me, is so inspiring. It's mm-hmm. so inspiring. And it's... It, and just like you said, we're socialized and we're socialized in so many ways, especially right. since when people with the whole label thing, it's a yeah. it's a mind fuck because you were just talking about how when you walk into a room or it's a networking event, the first thing somebody asks you is, oh, where did you go to school? What do you yes. do? What did, yes. And that that's your worth. That's what, that's yes. who you are. The labels Before are they your ask worth. You anything about who you are, what color, what what kind of food you like, what's your favorite color, uh, what brought you to this area, yeah. uh, anything. anything. They want to know what you drive. They want to know where you went to school. And that's why I feel confident enough to say my name is Tracy and I do nails They're because right. that's like you know what I'm saying yeah. like. Because so they're really asking you that to measure as a right. gauge to how much how much respect am I going to give you right now? How, yeah. How much time am I going to get in this conversation? Right. And it's you just know what like, I'm saying? fuck out of here. And Based especially on... in the art community, too. It's like, what are you working right. on? Mm-hmm. Nothing. <laughs> Not a motherfucking thing. I ain't doing no shit. No things. Yeah. I can't so. That's why, like, some of my best friends are artists. And I often will go to them and be like, how are you feeling? Like, how is yeah, your heart? That's it. How are you? Yeah. How do fuck about your project? How are you doing? Yeah. yeah. And it's so often nobody asks that anymore. How are Kia, you? Kia asked me that on Saturday and I had to like stop. I was stuck. Well, I was she, just in the car. She always get people stuck. She was, used to do that like, shit to me over text. I, used I was to like, like, huh? Kia's a, like, she's just like that. She was like, she how is are Ayala. you? She's a How's mammy to heart? I said, what? Yeah, how's your heart? heart? Mm -hmm. I said, ma'am, ma'am, I'm literally just trying to get to my hair appointment on time. (laughs) How's my heart? I'm running all day. I'm running all day on a schedule. And it really made me stop and think like my Saturday was just, you know, one thing after other. After the other, like, I got to get up. I got to go to this rehearsal. I got to get this done. Need to run by here. Got to run this errand. I got to do all of this before I get to the hairdresser at four o'clock. So... When I talked to her, I was literally sitting outside of the Outback Steakhouse waiting for my chicken wings. <laughs> and she was like, how's your heart? And I'm like, girl, I'm trying to get this chicken. I need to get over to Janine because I, if I don't get a parking space. Like, she was just like, nah, but how is your heart? And I was like, girl, ain't nobody, what? Who's thinking about my heart? Like, I and did it, not allot time for this today. <laughs> <laughs> Emotionally, energetically, I cannot Ooh, handle that's it. That's heavy. Please, like, send me a text first. True. You do right. need to check I on your I worried about my heart. I got to be on time. Mm-hmm. Like, so I don't know. I just we gotta. But with how busy you are, how how do you make space? Both of you, how do y'all make space to know who you are and to honor that? Ooh, silence. I don't feel like I make space, but <laughs> I feel like uh, I feel like I don't feel like I intentionally make space, and because of that, I feel like God steadily throws things at me. To kind of remind me um, of the importance of 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 having that intention, mm. so I'm actively learning how to make space 
I, I, I said that to say that I don't really know <laughs> and I'm trying to figure it, figure it out. I think I still am very much, I, sh- I struggle with the self-care thing. And maybe that's why the segment died on the show. I struggle with it because I'm still mm-hmm. in the place where I feel bad for it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like feel I feel guilty. Literally, okay, I'm gonna be real transparent. Don't nobody tell nobody. Don't nobody tell nobody nothing. <laughs> but today, my my job, as I stated, you know, we was technically supposed to be all, uh, at work for the um for the. Uh, Snow day. Well, it wasn't a snow day. We were supposed to be as a regular work day as far as we were concerned. And I was working, um, but I didn't really. So, okay. I spent the weekend with some friends in celebration of my friend Gervais' birthday. Happy birthday, Gervais. And because it was snowing and no one was trying to get back on the road, we ended up just kind of sleeping at my friend's house. Mm-hmm. And the plan was to wake up. Everyone was kind of just going to disperse this morning. But all the rest of them had snow days. And I didn't. So I kind of just took my time to work. So in the morning, we were all just sitting around talking. And I'm kind of like pecking away, answering emails on my laptop. And then they were like, y'all want to play Phase 10? And I was like, I love Phase 10. That's my game, right? So I'm like, I'm just going to play a few rounds of Phase 10. And I had fun. But as I was leaving it on my way to work, I felt like so bad. I'm like, you are so irresponsible. You were supposed to be doing X, Y, Z. You have this to do today and this to do today. And, you know, but I'm like, yo, I had fun. <laughs> I have, I played FaceTime with my mm-hmm. friends. We was laughing around the table and joking. And it was so much fun. I had fun. Why can't I just let myself have fun? Why did I beat myself up the whole way? Like the whole, the whole um, time it took me to get to work and I went to work and stayed there just like I usually did I got everything that I needed to get done today but I still was just like yo you mad out of pocket for playing phase 10 you knew you were supposed to be writing your research brief <laughs> like why you ain't write your research Listen, brief but I wish that I could like it's it's hard for me and I felt like I don't know why but I just feel like I'm supposed to be doing so so many other things that I don't have time to just kind of sit and do nothing Mm. That's why we have to make time to sit and do nothing. I don't. <laughs> I rarely do. I do nothing at about three o'clock in the morning. Oh, <laughs> on no. the toilet. Like, Two, okay. three in the morning. I'd be like, all right, I'm going to catch this quick episode of Love After Lockup and then I'm going to go to sleep. And I hate what, you that's so, so much. It's <laughs> so bad, though. It's so bad for my body. And I'm still figuring. And I feel guilty when I do stuff for myself and not for my family. Mm. So when I make certain purchases or... Yeah, uh, I don't. If I if I take a nap for forty five minutes, I feel bad when I woke up. Like, goddamn, I should have been. I did not mean to fall asleep like that. But it 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 just happens like that, and it's it's not good. Mm. This is you completely off topic from who we it are. It is, but <laughs> no, but this is a part of who we that are. That is a part of. It's a yeah. part of it. It's, it's a, a part, part of, of the process. It is. It's true. But how do we find? How do we find? Because I mean, Michelle Obama says all the time, and. She talked about it in the book a lot, talking about how you can't have it all. You mm-hmm. you can have it all. You just can't have it all at one time. Mm-hmm. So what are the ways? Like, my question to her, if, I, if she was sitting right here in front of me, my follow-up question would be like, okay, well, how do you know when you get what? <laughs> because, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, if I can't have it all, like, how do you know? Can you tell me when did you know? Okay, now, now it's time for me to focus on love. And now it's time for me to focus on career. Mm-hmm. And now it's time for me to focus on, you know, kids. Like, how do you know? How do you know when you get what? 
Is, I, is, is there a guide? <laughs> no, because I got all of them at the same time. And I'm, <laughs> and I'm trying to figure out how to navigate those. <laughs> I mean, I guess that there... Because, I mean, you know, we talk about ain't no balance be Like, ain't no work-life balance. I feel like... The, I think we work for harmony. Mm-hmm. I think we find times in our lives where things are just kind of, like, operating in harmony. Meaning that they there is, like, a, a synergy. There's some sort of, like... Um, you know how harmony and melody kind of flow together. Mm-hmm. Even like the harmony of a song and the melody of a song can be completely different, but there's mm-hmm. a compatibility there mm-hmm. where it all comes together. So it's not like it's not like um, it doesn't it doesn't always make sense, and it's not always like neat and tidy. But you have to you you find how do we how do we find that in life? How do we find like well you know some things are raggedy, <laughs> but I think you, you know. just have to live. Like I just went. To South, I just went on, got back from a trip to South Africa and met some really incredible people mm-hmm. that opened, that I guess reactivated things in me that had since felt dead, like since felt like they they weren't, they were no longer there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I since then have opened myself up to the possibility of of moving there, of moving somewhere else, wow. of like. All kinds of things that I would never think of. I can't leave my mom. I can't leave mm-hmm. my sister. I can't leave my godson. I can't do this. I can't do that. And then all of a sudden it was like, oh, you can. Mm-hmm. And within that, I'm realizing like, I've always been in New York and I've stayed in New York and I realized this about myself and I'll reel it back into the topic, but I stayed here thinking I'll leave when I meet someone and then we want to start a family because mm-hmm. this is no place for a family. Oh man! But for me, at least, I'm saying I was saying, "Oh man," because man, did I say that? But, yeah, like <laughs> I can't, I can't be picking up strollers up and down the subway. Not up and down the I'm, I'm not that I'm kind not of girl. That. No, because I mean the superhuman strength that is required. <laughs> I don't have time for that. And me, I probably have a big ass baby that's heavy exactly. as fuck. I don't have time. We don't have small babies in my family, man. Right? We don't. So I'm thinking of all this, and I'm like, why are you waiting for this to happen to you, or for you to like? Why aren't you just living and letting life? Letting it happen, trusting that stuff will happen, but you have to make a move. Mm-hmm. You yeah. gotta, and you have to be actually open. It's funny. I met someone there who told me that I'm very loving, but I am not open to receiving love mm-hmm. in the same way. And I was like, oh, "Shut up!" But like, <laughs> I, I had to realize, like, you know what? That's kind of true. That's that is true. kind of true. And so I'm, I'm very, I'm telling all these other people to explore and do this and do that, and I'm not doing it myself. And then I saw a quote when you said, "How do I know mm-hmm. when to do what, or how do I know like what, where I'm at?" And this is specific to love, but you can put anything, anything in its place. And it said, "Never go in search of love. Go in search of life, and life will find you the love you seek." Mm. from Atticus and mm. I was like mm-hmm. and when I saw it, I just thought to myself god damn it god you just ooh Some you just be like you come down oh, in the I, Instagram stories I mean, and listen. you just giving me these kind of gems now <laughs> I just be like you maybe stuff like that happens I be like you really everywhere yes even on this raggedy internet Instagram <laughs> He you wants to make sure that he makes himself known. God. Yes. But I, I, I like, just I just say that I like I think part of be finding out who you are is is really living and letting life happen. Like Michelle lived, she went she went Dude. to school trying to be a lawyer. Mm-hmm. She Dude. did not want to 
tutor, that raggedy fool who no. came to their first session late. <laughs> oh, God. She did not want to date him, but she was no. like, all right, you know what? All right, I'm going to try. All right. And that chick was in the White House, and now she got a book that's selling. That, that woman don't have to work no more. Two, of, lot, two lot. copies of it are in my house. <laughs> one in Spanish, one in English. She just trusted <laughs> oh, three, it. three then. <laughs> she just trusted it. It's just amazing. That's what's up, though. That's I, real. I will say, I can't answer you all with this. I feel like part uh, like uh, who I am mm-hmm. is happiness because oh. um, <laughs> sh- allow me to explain. No, I'm Have waiting. Do you see me waiting I for your wanna... please? She's please expound. Jade of all Jade's is happy this year. I am. Oh. I'm a happy person. I just uh, I'm just no nonsense. Okay. But I'm confused. I'm gonna tell you why. I'm gonna give some context. (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna give some context. I'm over here with my whole mouth just at the table. You you say I'm lean all the way down. I'm not gonna be in. She was in the pew like. I am leaned in. Do you see me like? Oh, please (laughs) enlighten me. Help me to understand. Have I ever cussed either one of y'all out? Yes. I would have to say so. Yes. I digress. So (laughs) the reason I said I am happiness is because um, I will say that I told you I started going to school for like nursing and then it switched Mm -hmm. to this and then switched to this. But I've never allowed myself to get too comfortable in one career. Um, and I guess part of that could be like, oh, well, you can't figure out what you want to do. But all the other part of that, if you want to look at it from a positive aspect, is I've always known that if I wasn't happy in something, that I wasn't going to stay in it no. until I found something that I felt fulfilled in. So while I talk about not liking my corporate job, I'm clearly trying to do other mm-hmm. things that I do love and that I, I, I thoroughly enjoy and that I feel aligned with who I am. And if certain uh, careers or what have you that I've had, just situations in general um, have not appealed to me. I don't, I'm not going to stay in them. Mm. That's interesting. And I don't want to define you at all, but I, I look at and look at that example and you as courageous Mm. because a lot of the, a lot of your background, you've got a, you have gone against the green (laughs) in a lot of different ways. And, and I think it's a great thing. Um, I'm not judging you or making fun of you, but I know some of your background. I know the type of household you grew up in mm-hmm. um, and the type mm-hmm. of restraints mm-hmm. that could have been um, on you mm-hmm. and that that were tried to be placed onto you mm-hmm. um, in the name of God. Mm-hmm. And so I just think as a young, impressionable girl, you were super brave and courageous to say, oh, that's not who I am. And this is who I am. And I'm going to be that person and oh, I'm not happy here. I'm gonna go find happiness somewhere else. I feel like you leap, and the net somehow catches you. Oh, every time I do mm-hmm. that often, actually. Yeah, I have to agree with you. Not even a like, but it's true. Mm-hmm. I, I do take very big risks, <laughs> and 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 mm-hmm. um, that don't always make sense to everybody. Yeah, even but... your and Tristan's love story is like. Y'all got together quick, fast, and hurry. (laughs) Got together fast. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, made moves. Yeah. Um, 
and look where we and it, our situation was totally different than what it is yeah. now. If you look at it now, and somebody said, "Oh, you know, you got this. She's doing this, mm-hmm. and he's a teacher, and they got a you mm-hmm. know five year old, and they're just a nice black family." <laughs> You see, you you just laughed at that yourself. That took you right out. <laughs> it did, because they don't because yeah. they don't know the backstories and the histories and all of the things that go into it. However, when I feel right about something, I I go for that. Mm-hmm. And when I don't feel right about it, I don't do it. And I I I don't know if my that is my you know my mother's doing. I don't know if that's God's doing. I don't know who it is. But I've always felt like that since like just since childhood. And it could be perceived as stubborn mm-hmm. or irresponsible. Or stupid. Reckless. Reckless. <laughs> a number of synonyms. However, um, I just if it's never felt right in my gut, then I just don't wanna I just don't wanna do it. That's really good. And I know that's who I am as a person because yeah. I've lived up to that for the last I several years. I think little years. Noah's that way too. Noah's oh. very much that way. Yeah. Noah is very fierce. much that way. And now I see why I gave my mother she the migraines of a lifetime. No, it's fearless. She, she tries you. <laughs> she tries As you fuck. every day. <laughs> and every minute of every day. And I and you know what? But that's good that we're talking about this because that gives me a reminder uh-huh. with my patience and dealing with her mm-hmm. that she's got a lot of my spirit in her. And I do try to nurture that spirit, but I try to like, you know, I try to just hone yeah, it a little still bit. Mom. I'm still mom. I'm still gonna try to hone it. And I want, and like I talk about with, you know, my experience with my mother, just trying to do it a little bit differently. Um, but I, I, I need to remember that in my patience in dealing with her when she gets stubborn. And even in this young age, it's because she's got a strong spirit to her. And that's actually a beautiful thing. Yeah. How are you going to talk to her? Are you going to have this kind of conversation with her? Oh, yeah. Like, who are you? Oh, yeah. We're going to talk. That oh, sounds like so more exciting. of like a you and your kids kind of, but I'll figure out a way in my, in my language to say it. <laughs> Who are you? That's going to be at home asking her plants. Who are you? Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly. She going to go home to her fiddly fig oh, right yeah. after this and be like, who are you? Why you won't you grow? You know they say when you talk to your plants, it, it makes does them grow help, better. It so. does. They're living beings. Whatever. I told Noah today when she threw a, a, a balloon and it hit the plant, I said, you've got to be gentle. They have feelings. <laughs> they do. <that. laughs> they feel. They but do. this is a good conversation. We, um, so we're giving everybody an exercise. Oh. All right. Sit down. And really ask yourself who you are. You don't have to share it with us. You're more than welcome to if it be through social media or through email. But we want you to sit down and truly ask yourself. And it's not as it relates. Remember, it's not as it relates to to other people, how other people identify you, um, what they value you at. Ask yourself, who am I? And if you don't know, who do you want to be? Who do you want to be? Who do you want to be? Yes. And I think that's something, and it's going to be a living document, right? Mm-hmm. So it's not something that you're just going to write and, you know, period and sign a date and that's going to be it. It's going to be evolving. It's going to be something that you go back to. Because okay. I mean, even thinking about doing it, you know, as I do it for myself, because mm-hmm. I, I want that document to kind of shape my choices. And when it comes down to me making decisions of like different opportunities, doing this versus doing that, mm-hmm. uh, pursuing relationships. Come on, know, intentions. Come on. Is, right. Yes. Like, is this consistent with who I am? Is this consistent with who I want to be? Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, as far as my 2019, like what I want to what I, who I want to be this year, who I want to be in the future, how I want this year to shape, you know, who I am in future years. So, like, think about it that way. 
Um, and maybe it's something we can come back and revisit, um, you know, different points throughout the year or maybe I'm at down. the end of the year. Um, I think that'd be dope. But yeah, who are you? Who are you? Who are you in my ear on the voice? <laughs> All right, let's move along to an honesty box. I do. Support for today's show comes from HelloFresh. Make conquering the kitchen in 2019 a reality with deliciously simple recipes from HelloFresh. Each week, HelloFresh delivers pre-measured ingredients and easy-to-follow six-step pictured recipe cards to your door in a special insulated box. All meals come together in 30 minutes max. Call for less than two pots and pans and require minimal cleanup. And with three plans to choose from, including classic, veggie, and family, as well as the option to switch plans when your tastes change, there's something for everybody. So I love HelloFresh. It makes my super long days very, very easy when I need to throw together dinner for the family. The insulated box is really amazing when I'm not able to make it home immediately, but I still know that I'm getting ready to get my meat out and it's not going to make me sick. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? And I get really delicious recipes. Um, This week I cooked uh, a pork tenderloin with a fig like balsamic reduction. It was mm. it's some fingerling potatoes and some asparagus. It was absolutely delicious. So take advantage of HelloFresh's special offer for 2019. Get $80 off your first month by going to HelloFresh.com slash Grown80 and enter promo code Grown80. That's HelloFresh.com slash Grown80 and enter promo code Grown80 to take advantage of HelloFresh's special offer for 2019 and get $80 off your first month. Thanks again to Simple Health for supporting today's episode of Getting Grown. Simple Health makes taking care of your health, well, simple. Get birth control prescribed, renewed, and delivered from wherever you are on your schedule. No more doctor's offices, waiting rooms, or pharmacy lines. Birth control is a personal choice, and Simple Health is a discreet and comfortable option. No labels on the package or telling a 50-year-old man your sexual activity. Just you and your phone at home. Simple Health only offers trusted brands of birth control, Licensed doctors help build the product, and they review every patient with rigor and care. Simple Health doctors can prescribe the pill, patch, or ring and will personalize the recommendation based on your health profile and personal preferences. Best of all, Simple Health offers an affordable care, uh, offers re- affordable care regardless of insurance. For those without insurance, the average cost is about $18 a month, depending upon your prescription, and delivery is free. Remember, this service is not a replacement for routine evaluations by your primary care physician or gynecologist, but it is the most convenient and comfortable way to get your birth control. Have a general discussion around birth control access in the U.S. and uh, how Simple Health is using technology to expand access for women. The prescription is usually $20, but Simple Health is offering you a prescription for free. Just go to simplehealth.com slash grown or enter the promo code grown at checkout. That's a free prescription when you go to simplehealth.com slash grown or enter promo code grown at checkout. Honestly? Truly. All right. It's time for the honesty box. So let's get into it. We're going to give our listener a pseudonym. Her name will be Nova. All right. Nova Board Alone. Nova Board Alone. <laughs> I am a newish listener who's been binge listening and catching up on all things getting grown. You ladies are the big sisters I've always needed. Kia, you are my ultimate spirit animal. You also oh reminded God. me of Yvonne Orgy. <laughs> wow. Well, okay. Yvonne just bought a house. So she sure keep did. that energy. Keep Listen. that energy flowing over here. K-T-S-E. Yeah, anyway, 
I'm in need of some relationship advice. I'm a 21-year-old college grad who currently has a big girl job working at a clinic. I moved out when I was 16 to attend college and have been on my own ever since. I mention all that to say I'm very independent and usually know what to do with my life. Now to the boy issues. My boyfriend and I have been in a long-distance relationship for 16 months. He's always been the perfect gentleman and has not given me any reason to doubt him prior to this. My friends and family who know him think he's the perfect man for me. He's also the son of longtime family friends. On Christmas Eve, I found out that about six months into our relationship, he started texting this girl. It started out as regular conversations, but proceeded to flirting and eventually inappropriate conversations. I will spare you the details. Thank you, girl. Fast forward to December, a few days before he came by to visit me. This girl sent him a picture in her lingerie. Mm. I was heated. Rightfully so. After finding this out, I obviously felt some kind of way and expressed that to him. I felt very, very disrespected. He was very apologetic and owned up to his actions. I still feel a little heartbroken and do not know whether to proceed with the relationship or not. He says that he made a mistake in texting and having those conversations with her and regrets it. I'm very in love with him and just don't know what to do. I also feel that my love for him is clouding my otherwise straightforward judgment. You said it first. I'm am I overreacting? I apologize for the very long email. We've had longer. Help best Nova Bordelone. Oh Nova. Oh Nova. Oh Nova. All right, girl. Oh Nova. Um, I don't know, man. Cause so listen, <laughs> how, is your, how is your forgiveness set up these days? Because I don't mind. The Lord is working on me. It's not in this case. Not even. You know what? I'm not going to speak for you. I'm just going to speak for myself. Your forgiveness can be set up however you want it to be set up. But if you look at the look at the the facts, let's just sit down and look at the facts for a for a second. Okay, he owned up to it. Great, he apologized to you. Beautiful. But this nigga carried this out for so long. It went on. You you found out that it went on six months. How long are you, how long y'all been together? Does it say they've been in a long months. Sixteen months. Sixteen months. And six months into your relationship, he started texting oh, it was this only girl. Six months. Only six months in. So that's a year that they've been um in another relationship essentially, an emotional so relationship. Yeah. Um, and I can't say what they've done, what they haven't done, but I know that this is disrespectful. I know that if somebody feels so comfortable as to send a picture such as that, that means that this other person has made them feel comfortable to do so. So I would just sit and I guess it goes back to what Kia said. How is your forgiveness set up? I just feel like it would have to be more for me. I'm going to just speak, I'm, I, again, I don't know your relationship or your situation, but I feel like for me, before we would even have, before for, forgiveness would be on the table. Well, okay, I'm going to take this back because forgiveness and reconciliation are two separate things. Mm-hmm. So like forgiveness in that, you know, you can forgive him and not be resentful to him. Like if you if you accept his apology and you say all is forgiven, that, that this will no longer, you know, ha- lead to any resent resentment like mm-hmm. you cannot harbor resentment toward this man regarding this particular situation again um now th- that doesn't mean like you know and that's regardless you know 
whether or not you guys choose to get back together. So forgiveness, whether or not you choose to forgive him, that's your back to carry. But for me, in terms of reconciliation, and if this is about moving forward, before we can have that conversation, I would need to know what are you going to do to rebuild this trust? Because it's going to have to be a whole lot more than just like, I'm not going to do it no more. Because I apologize. I was wrong. Yeah, it, owning up to it and saying I'm sorry and I'm not going to do it no more is literally have a lot of patience to reassure her. It's the ba- yeah, it's going to have to be the base. That's the basement of the expectation. Mm-hmm. Like that's literally you got you're going to have a long way to go because you have to rebuild trust. And if he is not willing, like it's because I mean I know in situations that I've seen, like similar situations that I've seen before. The expectation is often that, you know, if, if you forgive me, we just going to move forward. We're not going to talk about it no mm-hmm. more. That's There's got to be a period of mm-hmm. where the trust that's been broken has got to be reestablished. Yep. And there's got to be intentional from both parties to take that. Like, we got to be real clear about what we're going to do to rebuild a trust in this relationship. So what that's going to look like, if that's going to be like, you know, I'm. I got access to you to you and your messages. Like I, I can check in and figure out who's on your phone. I mean, it's all about See, what I don't you're even willing to be doing. All of that's that, what like. I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. It's all about what you're willing to do or deal with. Um, so it's hard for me to say what it's going to be, but I know I can say, like generally speaking, they would have we would have to have a serious conversation about what would be the next steps for rebuilding trust because he's broken it. Right. There's like different levels to accountability. So it's like accountability. Okay, you got. And I also have a real big problem with you taking accountability when you've been caught. Mm. Like you have carried this out for a year. You are not sorry. Mm. You have had many moments, many, many, many timeless, countless moments in which you know that this is some bullshit and you know what you're doing is wrong. But you still kept doing it. Am I allowed to jump in? But talk, Absolutely. Please. Please. I, so I don't, uh, child. <laughs> I just feel like she said something that was very telling to me. And she said, I still feel a little heartbroken and do not know whether to proceed with the relationship or not. So regardless of him, I think that this young lady and all young ladies need to honor how they feel in that moment. Absolutely. And if you do not know whether you wish to proceed then you don't need to make that decision right now. Nope. And you can you can listen to your intuition mm-hmm. and you can mm-hmm. let time tell you how to move forward. And we don't know. I don't know him. I don't know you. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how you feel within this relationship. I don't know what the terms were. But especially in long distance relationships, some people... Uh, live in them very differently than others. Mm -hmm. I know a couple that, you know, a young woman was in Nigeria for three years and he was here and they had an agreement that was like, if you're going to have sex with somebody, you need to tell me, I don't need to know who it is, but you need to let me know. Mm -hmm. Um, It cannot be, but so emotional. If it is, you need to let me know. Mm -hmm. Um, We need, we're going to check in with each other and get tested. Like they really worked that out. And now that the woman's back in the States, they're engaged, they're going to be married. And that's Mm -hmm. that, you know, but they were very honest about what they were capable of being away from each other for three years. So, Uh, Other people, it's like, no, you know, they don't need it. They're Mm going to try to stick it through and that works for them. But for for you very specifically, 
um, Nova, you need to not feel pressure to make these kinds of decisions right now. You need to grieve. Yep. You need to grieve for the relationship and for the trust that you had with him. Um, you need to um, work on whatever you might be feeling internally, whether you feel like you could possibly feel like this is a reflection of you or mm-hmm. if you're that hurt, if you're internalizing any of his mistakes, then you need to first work on that before mm-hmm. you can even try to work on this relationship. Mm. And um, I'm someone that's very forgiving. I'm someone that's very sympathetic and compassionate. I tried to be, and most likely I would probably try to work it out with this person. Um, but I would be very clear about what I would need from them. Mm-hmm. And I would ask them to be very clear about what they're able to provide me. Right. So I know that I might what they're willing to provide. Right. I might feel very insecure after something like this. And I need to be with someone who's able to reassure me. I think anybody would feel insecure. Exactly. A situation like this. And if that's not if that's not the kind of work that you want to do, Nova, then don't do it. Mm -hmm. But if it is, then take the time until you're in the space to make that decision. Listen to your intuition because you already said you don't know. So if you don't know, let. Let it, let it, let it come before you. Let it, you know, when you will know when you miss that person or when you are ready to reconcile if you ever are. That's mm-hmm. how I feel. Also, there may be a point in time where you may say initially, I want to work this out. Like, I want to, I want to work on this. Like, I want to try to figure right. this out. And then down the line from there, you may say to yourself, you know what? This ain't working. Right. You're not working to help build my trust. Right. You know, I'm just not feeling it anymore. And I'm I, I just I'm just not feeling it anymore. You and have every okay right too. to say that as well. You have every right to move that way. Absolutely. Because unfortunately, you are not the person who caused this issue in the relationship. So you have a right to grieve and figure it out how you need to. Yeah. The pressure is not on you to make the call here. Uh, so I feel like I agree with Anthony. I think that's awesome advice. Mm-hmm. If you don't know. Uh, then you don't know. And I'm I'm of the belief that you shouldn't move until you know. Mm-hmm. And you're young. Like, mm-hmm. I know you don't want to hear that, but you're 21. You're literally going to be a different person in three years. Mm-hmm. Ten-year Two. challenge is going to be a whole other Ten-year challenge, baby. You're going to be like, who yeah. is that nigga? <laughs> who have it? Who's that? You're going you to be scribbling over his face like I did on my mm-hmm. on the recent picture I posted on Instagram. You know what I'm saying? I don't know this nigga like that, but I know me. <laughs> so you're 21. You're, 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 you're about to be like five different people over the next 10 years. You know what I'm saying? You're literally going to grow into so many different people. Mm-hmm. And so take your time. You don't, you don't need to feel rushed to make any decisions. And if he is pressuring you into making a decision, then, no, no. then, then you have your That's a red flag. That's yeah. a right. That's red, a red flag. Code red. Yeah, no you don't get to you don't get to mess up and be terrible and no. then be like, so what you gonna do? So yeah, like you you all. gonna deal with my raggedy or not? <laughs> like, come on, man, get out of here! Right? Oh, Ooh, niggas unique. love it. Are they you love to deal with my raggedy. You gonna not? deal with my raggedy? You need to make a decision. Cause I'm raggedy. You gonna have to be with me or not? I bet not. Oh. Niggas stress me out. Okay. Oh, Lord. That's probably going to be on my headstone. 
I love you want to make that there, this week's episode title. Niggas stress me out. <laughs> that's not going to be my legacy, but I just feel like that would be really niggas stress me out. Niggas stress oh, me out. Jesus Christ. Put me in a grave. Might Loki get it. <laughs> Might Loki get it tatted on my titty. Don't do it. Don't um, do it. <laughs> let's move on to the petty piece. <laughs> okay. Could you imagine? <laughs> niggas stress me out. <laughs> the more you know. <laughs> and I want to be very responsible of the things I say to my sister because everybody know I can be real petty P-E to the T-T-Y alright it's time to put your petty on parade and uh, I think we're going to let our guest go first and she she's got beef with she's Kia ready. and I All right, <laughs> both of us together call me out let me get so, ready let me call out Antoinette what's your petty peeve this week I How are you your petty the on 10 year fucking challenge <laughs> I hate it I oh don't God. care the to shade. see these pictures of people <laughs> 10 years ago. Now they're doing the 20-year challenge. Really? It's fucking annoying. Mine and I'm was like, more like 16. I hate it. Maybe. So I <laughs> just want to tell everybody that I don't give a fuck what you look like 10 years really? ago. Really? Because you told me I was cute. So now I feel away. Okay. You're my friend. I got... I mean... No, I you wanted, don't to I was, me. I was, gotta be, I was disappointed that you did it. No! I was like, come on! <laughs> but I, I like the people that are making fun of it. Like, Furies had me oh in stitches. Because that, that had me shit down. had me dead. But the 10-year challenge, <laughs> I'm just like... I don't... I just... I'm sorry. I'm not a good person. I don't care what you look like. You're not getting a picture of me from 10 years ago because I look fucking crazy. <laughs> And maybe it's just really I'm just angry about that. It could be. Maybe you're projecting. <laughs> but you I just projecting? <laughs> I have just Project. seen so many people. And you know what it is too? Half of these people that I see, like I didn't like ten years ago. Like high school people, like when I see their pictures oh. and it's closer to like the you're person triggered. that I knew then. Yeah, I'm like, ew, fuck you. Ew. And like, I wanna follow them because I'm like, yo. You are not a good person. I don't know even know why I'm following you now. It's not forgiven. Fuck all the compassion (laughs) I was just talking about. This sounds like projection. I just hate it. (laughs) I just don't know. And then they said, what did I see? I think it was Fate. What is it? Fader. They said that J-Lo won the the 10-year challenge. Oh, this was a real challenge? Yeah, they were like, she's the winner. And I was just like, Because she looks the same. And I was like, half these black women posting... Keisha from up the street looks the same. They look bad as shit, but J-Lo's got to win and she probably got mad work done on the low. They haven't seen the real good ones then because I've seen some real good ones of some people who have not aged. I just don't care. I just feel I posted mine because I was just like <laughs> celebrating. <laughs> I was like, well, just look That's at it. what the Lord has done. That's Brought it. me out of these micro braids and this full face. <laughs> I got micros this in white eyeshadow. <laughs> no, not those kind of micros. Like I have real. Those are not micros. You had the I African jokes. Yes. Real yes. micros, honey. With when the I loo- stood in loose line, at the end. I, yes, yep. I stood in line and Lugo's give me this good head by the ounce, honey. Yeah, so you can look like Moesha. <laughs> See, why do I was we need so to pressed. be reminded of this? My, but I, I was so excited. Like, look at what God has done. Yeah, it my, was. It's a humbling. I have to say, my homegirl Renee, owned by Femme, she posted <laughs> her child. I almost screamed. I did not know who that was. It's like, who is this human? <laughs> she had a whole lip ring. She was chunky. A lip I ring. was like, who is this? Her hair was a different color. And I just thought that was the one. It kind of made me feel better. I was like, oh. Some people have really changed. Some of them, I'm <laughs> like, yo, so you can just be regular and glow up. 
Yeah. Because she is like the black Marilyn Monroe right now, honey. I just really, she is. And I really feel like, I don't know, I just, I know that the girl who was in that picture, because mine was from like a picture from like 2007. I was at the Beyonce Experience. (laughs) (laughs) and i just i was reflecting upon who takia was at that time and just like completely like i had no awareness i was who everybody thought i was supposed like who everybody told me to be like to our kitchen table talk right like just like with the weave and you know just kind of like Doing but all the things that the everyone thought. The were also a tumultuous time. But, so. but. And now I'm looking at myself <laughs> like with, with you know, blonde hair. And if you would have told that to Kia, <laughs> that she would have had, she would have been both bald she and blonde at the time. Not bald. I, they would have been, sh- that 2007 to Kia would have cussed you out. Like, <laughs> oh girl, you're out of your mind. There's no way. But I hear that. But there's the, some people that are posting them. And they're just like, like this one girl, I, I wanted to throw my phone. I don't know why it made me so mad, but she... Projection. She fucking... She posts, she's a beautiful girl and she's only fucking 23 now. So 10 years ago, she was 13. You're the, it oh, doesn't count. I, I do Thank wish you. it did. I do Thank hate you. that. I do and hate so that. so she posted, she was like, um, 10 year challenge back to me when I was obsessed with straightening my hair and having it girl. long. And I hid behind my hair and I never took my glasses girl, off. Girl, you were 13. Wait, but it gets better. And then like her newest picture is like this beautiful hair of curly hair. She's a gorgeous girl, contacts out and she was like thank god for the many lessons and growth and i was like what because you all, fucking you, because you're 23 now get you out of my straightening face. your hair the many lessons and girl, girl shut up if I you haven't so grown mad. from 13 to 23 then i'm going i would be worried i was so aggravated <laughs> i would be concerned i was just like you know what this is why this challenge is pissing me off i think okay that's okay that, so, and that i is, will say the challenge is exposing how like older everybody looks or acts now because I feel like seeing some of the girls I follow, like especially the makeup girls, I'm thinking these these girls are like in their thirties. No. And they post a 10 year challenge and they oh. was like when they was in eighth grade and I'm like, this girl no, only girl. 23 years old. Like, <laughs> no. like I had no idea that this is a child. She's a child. <laughs> and, uh, whose daughter is this? I have been watching who is this? <laughs> because it's like, yo, we're out here like so like it was a thing like these girls are legit like 18 and 19 looking old like yes. old old damn damn son. that's it 10 year that's challenge stop it 20 year challenge really stop it I didn't and even see that but that's Gabby, outrageous I think Gabby Union posted um she has an she age she did right and I get it whatever I'm here wow, this but it was like, like it was three pictures it was like 30 years ago 20 years ago 10 years ago oh, girl, we I was know. like girl fuck you <laughs> you're so upset I'm already getting wrinkles I'm 31 I got yeah, mad wrinkles bad. in my That's eyes you too bad <laughs> that white my mom has led me astray that's alright so I'm hating what was that like 19 1920 well I'm not posting no 20 thank you so much That's for your much. petty peeve Antoinette it was mighty petty but it was very entertaining um so we're gonna go back to this raggedy ass landlord right okay (laughs) i'll tell you about her we got an update her newest (laughs) shenanigans so we're gonna move away like i started looking for apartments i think i found one i think we're good you know we're gonna get it try to get everything going or whatever she since so there has been like this noise in 
which you can tell is coming from a pipe for probably the last couple of months. Like it makes like a do 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 noise when you turn the shower on or whatever. But we've been taking showers just fine. Like like it has not stopped the water pressure or anything like that. So the other day the hot water goes out and I get a text message and it's like the hot water's out. We're getting a plumber over ASAP. Um, whatever, whatever. Okay. I get a knock on my door. They want to come hear my shower or whatever. So we turn it on, turn it back off. He leaves. So I then get an email from her where she's like, "Um, the plumber came, uh, said he came to your home and assessed where the problem was. And it's in your bathroom, in the pipe, which means... Uh, they're going to have to take the pipe, like they're going to have to tighten the pipe or something like that. It's not an issue of any safety or danger or it's not anything that's urgent, but it has to be done through your apartment, which means we either have to take out one of the tiles in the wall or through the kitchen cabinets. Mm. So she's like, I'm going to need to fly there because she doesn't live here. I'm going to need to fly there in order uh, to uh, supervise this work. Um, So I need to know what works let me stop you right there. I sent her an email back. I said, um, so listen, you're not going to inconvenience my family. Is that how you any- started the email? So yeah. I'm sure she did. I absolutely <laughs> believe that she said, so listen, comma. Yeah. And then pressed return <laughs> like two, so three times <laughs> and proceeded to type out the rest of this email. I said, so listen, you're not about to inconvenience my family anymore. I'm so, I'm like, you're not going to inconvenience my family any longer. I said, replace the pipe when your daughter moves in. Oh, bitch. And left it right there. You should have said warmest regards. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Best. Yes. Jade. <laughs> warmest regards. <laughs> warmest regards. Bitch, I got some warm regards for you. Oh, but, um, so yeah, like. I'm just so Lord, tired of this lady. Like, I'm so tired of this woman. I promise you all, if she was in my face right now, I'd just smack the fire out of her. Like, I don't have any more words for her. I'm tired of the audacity of you. You already, you have already called me three days after Christmas to tell me my family needs to find another place to live in a month, which is completely <laughs> illegal. Completely illegal. So it's not like it. And and she has tried every form and facet in the book. To like scare us. She's used every little scare tactic that she can. And I'm not I'm like, I'm not letting this bitch phase me at all. What you're not going to do, though, is inconvenience us any more than what you already have. I don't give a, I don't give two hot, steamy shits about your pipe. <laughs> I don't care if your daughter. I don't care about none of that. You're not coming up in here while we're here. You're going to let us get out of here in peace. And then you do whatever you need to do. Because I came up in here and did a whole lot of fixing and redoing and remodeling mm. and, fin- mm. you know, getting all that together. So, you know what? You go on about your business, but you're going to leave us alone. And I'm going to make sure you leave us alone. And I keep telling y'all, like, you you shouldn't have told me your daughter was getting ready to move into this house. You keep messing with my family. I'm going to remember your daughter's getting ready to move into this house. Let's just just keep that in mind. <clears throat> What's your petty peeve this week, sis? Mine is really... um. It is petty. It's kind of a question. It's a little, it's a concern that I have. Okay. And it's um, regarding something that's very near and dear to my heart, which is nail polish. So, <laughs> I, as we Who all you know, nail polish? a part of my, uh, you know, 
self-care, mm-hmm. so to speak, even though I feel like, you know, the word is abused at this point. People just use it with it. <laughs> yeah. um, is, you know, I'm very, I, I get regular, I get my nails done regularly. Yes, you do. Nails and toes, it's a part of the thing. You know what I'm saying? I just feel like I have my, I have my, I inherited hardworking, sharecropping hands and feet from my father's <laughs> side of the family. And it is my responsibility to keep my hands and feet looking nice. You know what I'm saying? I have to, they have to be tolerable for me, you know? Amen. So I keep my nails done. And I've been recently getting, uh, you know, you know, since it's winter time and I don't like to walk around, you know, the, the time it takes to dry your toes. I have been getting gel polish on my toes. Um, mm-hmm. And I Dense. think that, you know, it's like it the convenience you just can't be, right? Because, you know, as opposed That's to just fair. walking around mm-hmm. with your feet out in the wintertime or, or smudging your polish, you just get your gel polish, you put your shoes on, you're going about your day. Easy, breezy, Smart. beautiful. Mm-hmm. Right. So, but my beef is, I'm noticing in this area specifically, that they're the upcharge mm-hmm. or gel I- polish on your toes. And you know, from certain aside salons. from the upcharge of the gel polish on your nails, right? So you yes. know, so, so okay, like they up, charge up you charge. more here too for that. That's they why charge I'm you saying. more. So I'm troubled. I'm troubled because like, <laughs> so if you you get a pedicure, okay, pedicures in this area. This is one of the things that blew my mind when I moved to Maryland, right? So you know, I'm a customer. I'm from New York. You can get your nails done maybe what $27, $30. You get you a good pedicure. You get you a good pedicure, hot stones <laughs> and all of that. You get your works, mm-hmm. the works mm-hmm. for maybe about $30, $35, right? At the most. Here in in the area, you will pay upwards of $50 yes. to get your toes done. And then they have the audacity to charge $10 to $20 more for gel polish. So I'm trying to figure out where. Like, where is the logic behind me paying $20 for gel polish on my toes? I need some help in understanding That's this. That's the whole pedicure. No, I'm saying, like, so you telling me I pay $70 for this pedicure? Is they that what you're that saying? They Philly, too. Yes. They all got together and they all said, if we all charge this, they going to pay it. I'm I, telling I you. was stunned. When I tell you, I literally had to catch my breath when she told me. That the pet, and I was because she told me like the total for my nails and my toes, and I got to the desk and she told me this astronomical number, and I started coughing. Like, wait, you said what? (laughs) So I had her to go back, you know, (laughs) run me through the itemize this down for me and help me to understand how we got to this. How is this? What? So she said, and you know, you got the pedicure. And th- exactly. She said, you got the pedicure and then you got gel and that's $20. I said, 20 American dollars. You're telling me <laughs> it cost me $20 for gel nail polish. Now, if you look, if you do your Googles, you will see that gel polish and regular nail polish. Yes, gel polish is typically more expensive, but they buy this gel polish in bulk. Oh, no. And they use it. It's not like they use different gel polish on your toes than they use on the hands. It's the same thing. And I'm like, well, just help me understand what is like $20. It's just a lot of money for gel polish on your toes. Yeah, that's what my feet look like. Conan feet right now. And the gel toes. I'm really impatient. So sitting there and having to wait for that to soak off is just No, well, so usually they file it off. Oof. With the little, with the little mechanical. Oof. Oof. It doesn't hurt. I know, but you know no. the noise? It just makes wait. my teeth feel away. I think you just need to wait and let them toes 
um, dry. Oh, Jesus. That's so challenging. <laughs> <laughs> you, do you hear that? that the way that, that stressed me out. The stress on your face <laughs> in that moment was so sincere. Me. So challenging. She meant that with all her <laughs> No, because honestly, like, you know, like... Because I remember I used to be that girl and I used to wear my flip-flops and I used to put leg warmers on so I could wear my flip-flops out of the store in the wintertime. Uh, no. Don't be that girl in a nah. foot of snow. Out here catching pneumonia looking exactly. dumb. And I'm that so girl who's walking polish. past like, look at that dumb bitch. She ain't got sandals no, I'm saying, on and it's 20 and now degrees. I'm just like, the gel polish is just like, oh, it's just so much easier. And you can do it yourself. Oh, oh you no, can. She won't though. Mm. No, you know me. I'm not. That do-it-yourself ministry. She won't. Yeah. <laughs> Key is not a part of the DIY clan. I, I pay a professional. I yeah. don't. She doesn't now, believe in that. The DIY girls, I am a PAP girl. I pay a professional. The <laughs> PAP, girls ask me all the time. Hold it down. That's it. <laughs> the girls ask me all the time. Like, every time I'm, like, in Ulta, the girl was like, what developer did you use to get your hair that color. Developer. What's it called? So it's like, that's the kind of the bleach or the it's lightener. The I'm a DIY girl, but not when it comes she to was things like, like that. Um, she was like, what developer? What's it called? Who did you call? Like, what's it called? I was like, let me tell you, Swiss. It's called the beauty shop. I called a professional. <laughs> I picked up the phone. She was like, what did you use to get your hair like that? I said a telephone, beloved. <laughs> I called my stylist. A Stylesy app. I did. My Stylesy app, yep. and I made an appointment. I'm not going to be in my kitchen mixing up this dye. What do you think? This is why y'all be out here looking like quarters and that wasn't your intention. You know what I'm saying? This is why your hair, you wake up in <laughs> the morning and your hair is on the pillow. Yeah, that's exactly what please. it is. Y'all, and then your nigga next to you, his beard's on the pillow and y'all just are making a mess in the bed. <laughs> y'all and- just ruining the bed set. Ruining the bed set. <laughs> but it's fine because they've got 300, th- 300 thread count. Mm. So anyway, that's another episode of Getting Grown. <laughs> Thank you, Internet, for coming to sit with Thank us. Thank you so much Tell for having me. Tell the people where to find you. Um, you can find me on Instagram. Yes, at Around the Way Curls. Um, I am one half of the dynamic duo that makes our brand. We are all yes. about. Um, Money and dicks and love and light because yeah. duality is a thing. Duality is a thing. So join us as we also try to figure out how to get our lives together. <laughs> Absolutely, because it's it's this is a struggle. This is a train that we're all. This on. is the common theme in your thirties, apparently. I'd be cracking up. People, I, I posted a picture of Antoinette or something, or maybe she posted yeah, one of me. Community. And somebody mm-hmm. was like, how does every podcast I listen to, how do y'all all know each other? Is it because you podcast? No, beloved. Me and Antoinette met at work. We did. <laughs> slanging plates, honey. We were co-workers. I was slinging drinks. She was slinging plates. And we were, we just became friends. It was just a camaraderie. Because of, well, yes. we weren't inseparable at first. We're forever bonded. <laughs> We weren't inseparable at first, but we are I here now. with Jade at first. <laughs> she has a resting bitch face. And I was like, why is she looking at me like that? Like, What's up, sis? I was like, who is this Dominican girl with this <laughs> attitude problem? I'm not a Dominican girl. <laughs> Antoinette is not at all Dominican. Not even close. <laughs> not even close. Then I ended up riding home with her and I was like, she's so loud. But it's cool. Oh, that was mean. I just thought you were mean. But I wasn't. I was just misunderstood. I feel like the first time I met Antoinette, we was getting pedicures. 
I think it's true. I think that is true. I think that's true. We yeah. always don't get pedicures. Love pedicures. Yes. That's one of my favorite things to do. Me I have too. not gotten we did. one. We did. The three of us went and got pedicures. We got oh pedicures. My God. Look at that. That is so true. Look how everything Come comes on. full circle. And we are going to get out of you all's earphones. <laughs> I know, because y'all sick of us, I'm sure. Thank y'all for having me so much. Absolutely. Thank you for Y'all listen to um, Antoinette's show. Around the Way Curls. We'll and be sure to post in the description box. Certainly, mm-hmm. certainly. Um, and yeah, in the meantime, in between time, y'all be sure to drink your water. Mind, mind your, your business. business. Yes. And moisturize because it's cold outside and your black will crack if it's dry. Bye. Bye. Ten-year challenge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>